0: Hey everyone, James here. Just letting you know that this episode's going to have some issues in it. Uh, it cuts out at times because our mic was broken. It was dropped actually, I think at one point. And so we were able to pick up a new mic once we found out that the issue was the mic. And you're going to have better quality episodes from here on out. But this episode has some issues. You do not want to miss out on this episode because it has some very funny moments because it has a shag. Wah, our friend, also known as Chris, in it, and uh, he's a pretty funny dude, and we have a pretty good conversation about survival games. So, please hold tight and listen to it. If not, we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks. Welcome to Games Revealed Podcast, brought to you by Bunny Strike Studios. This is James. And I'm Tyson. I'm Shagwa. As the special guest today, Shagwa might become a permanent residence here, so we'll see. Or (laughs) a permanent residence. Either way, it's going to be permanent. We'll pay him. If, in that case, if we're paying him, then he's going to become a permanent prostitute. But I
1: so. need to ask a favor from anyone listening. Please <clears throat> complain about me in the comments because everyone knows the interaction in the comments is what's important in any podcast or social the platform. The
0: best part is there are no comments in this yeah. podcast. Oh, so okay. you, you just <laughs> told them to <laughs> that
2: Send your brainwaves to Shag. At yeah, www. Send, send those brainwaves. love
0: will have comments I and like any forms. And- later on but <laughs> it might be through reddit in the beginning um so this is a special episode and it's gonna be like episode four maybe three i, I think is where it's at we'll decide we'll decide we have the control so what is uh, this
1: epic rap battles of history it, Oh my
0: gosh! <laughs> you decide <laughs> you decide what special a podcast this is we're gonna talk about 10 different subjects you decide which one you really want Yes. Pick pick A for adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so today's podcast special is going to be on... Well, a, it's a very tip, It's a very popular, I should say, uh, subject right now or uh, type of game, and that's survival games. And there's a bunch of different, I think, definitions of survival in um, the gaming world, but the one i going to really go for is um, games like Seven Days to Die, Ark, nope. and... The forest. the
1: forest. Yeah. And I feel like we need to add in there one of the definitions of a survival game is su- surviving your friends bullshit while you play those games. Oh, that that <laughs> is actually very true. So. No, I've,
2: I've had no survivors through my bullshit. <laughs>
0: uh, so my bullshit's deadly. <laughs> Reminds me of, man... Thing we're not playing with certain people on it because it wouldn't go very well. Yeah, should yeah. we get
2: PUBG back in here? You know, I saying? love PUBG. <laughs> I legitimately love that game. It's a PUBG game. Yeah, but
1: that's You can't, can't Assassin's survival, Creed people in yeah, PUBG survival. like you can in like it's like that it, <laughs>
0: it's it's almost a survival style. Like, there's a lot of different like, but the one that's really popular with indie studios and the one that's our games based off of is going to be one of the big parts. Is you know, just the survival build them up. Have to build your weapons. Got to maybe build structures. um
1: I mean, that's true. I feel like there's a little bleed over in because I'd call that game more of a King of the Hill, but it for sure has survival elements that you see across all PUBG of the survival is, uh, style games.
0: Is PUBG is specific. It's um, it's a battle royale. Yeah, yeah. King stuff, and I think the first one was kind of a King of the Hill. Daisy, kill Daisy of the kill. Yeah, so it's like
1: if you guys have seen that movie, The One. We're at the end of the game, or at the end of that movie. I can't, what's that awesome line he's saying? Oh,
2: it's Sesame Street. He goes, one. Ooh. Sesame Street, count. (laughs) Now, 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 now he's pulling a blank. No, I'm for sure pulling <laughs> the blank. Those, J- James, look James, you're going to want to cut some of this out. No, look it up, guys.
1: It's the last scene in the movie The One, and it's one of the best lines in movie history. I can't remember it right
0: now, but I know I love it. Hey, Amanda, <laughs> this... I'm going to need you to look this up and insert it into this podcast. One
2: a bat. a Two a bat. <laughs> it's great. Just hit me right in the heart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, to continue on with this... Um, so what are some of your favorite uh, game types, or not games, but games from this type?
2: Well, uh, you did mention ARK's a big one for me. I put a lot of time in ARK. Uh, between the PlayStation and the, P, uh, the PC, I put a lot of time in ARK. The thing I like about it the most, number one reason to play ARK, you can play that thing blind drunk and have yourself a wonderful woodhunt when you're done you sober up the next morning you look at what you've done and
0: boy howdy your house is beautiful (laughs) yeah no it's kind of with programming too though like (laughs) you you program the night even late into the night not even drinking but if you drink you're especially going to wake up to a pleasant surprise of what your code looks like (laughs)
1: you know i think one of the interesting things about survival games is that they they appeal to actually a broad spectrum of players because I know several people that really like the survival games for the nitty-gritty survival aspect of it, but for me, it's the creative part of it. So, this is going to sound a little dumb, but uh, the two that I really like are The Forest and Minecraft, but I have to be so specific that it's console Minecraft that I like, because you don't have to very specifically put the, the blocks and the positions to build the shit you want to build, which is not intuitive, by the way, in Minecraft on the PC. So fuck Minecraft on I, the PC, but Minecraft on consoles is fucking awesome. I mean, of respect.
0: I mean, just resp- <laughs> just I mean it, it. a lot of respect for yeah, you. I that's, mean, it's,
1: it's
2: it's pretty intuitive on PC, but Shag likes playing at a fourth grade level. So listen,
1: I store Trading cups wheels? cups in my cabinet upside down, so it makes sense that when I build that shape with the iron to build a bucket, it's like a fucking hill. Who
2: the, who would make it the other way around, like a dish? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. When I'm making a bow and arrow, I'm making a goddamn smile. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Everything should look like an S-word. <laughs> but, no, survival is a lot of fun because you can... you. you it doesn't take much to get invested. Like, if you yeah. thi- if you go to, like, uh, Redemption or The Witcher or things like that, there's a nice story in there that can, that can kind of get you invested into it. But with those type of games, you really can just invest yourself like how badass is my base is that something that i'm going to want to keep maintaining am i invested because i spent time and then you're going into the whole well now i am invested so i need to actually survive so now i need to start gathering looting so it's just like it's an easy one to get in and for me at least to get not necessarily addicted to but get to, to find a lot of time to be able to put into it we'll say that
0: well, <clears throat> so I like playing games with friends, not really with strangers online. And so with the survival games, I find that they do much that, um, and and that's one of the big things for me. But on top of it, I love zombies. So if it has some type of form of zombie, because I'd say the forest—they're not full-on zombies, but they're pretty. Uh, no, Forest is
2: borderline a horror game, which is part of yeah. why I
0: like it so much. Yeah, Seven Days to Die is another game that we've been playing a lot of lately.
2: Well, I I will defend I. Will the forest quickly uh the regular tribesmen i don't think are zombies but you know some of those monsters that's pretty zombie-esque right yeah that's i mean that freaking leg thing the the can-can dancer all by itself that could fucking put on a show at river dance and you know hold it (laughs) together that monster come on and the only that thing thing is a freak of nature the only thing that
1: game is missing is like a relationship mechanic because who doesn't want to get with a creature that can spread like seven legs exactly
2: (laughs) but here's the problem Here's the problem, you gonna be that baby daddy of all those babies she chucks at you. That's true.
1: <laughs>
2: that's a lot of,
0: uh, That's a lot of babies.
2: That's a lot of responsibility. That's a lot of alimony, yeah. You know how, of, how, much, of, how, how much hunting and gathering you do to support all those kids? Shit tons. Well, let's okay. be real, there's more in that game for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get into dead baby
0: jokes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the podcast evolved. Uh, <laughs> well... <laughs> But well, no, that was you. that was Games just my evolved. That was just my
2: little defense of the monsters in the forest. Because once you get in those caves, that's some freaky deaky shit. Now,
1: yeah, and I should point out too, you're gonna hear some pretty big differences of opinion here because Tyson feels like he needs to defend the forest where whereas I'm like the forest is the pinnacle of what a survival game is. It's it hits all the buttons for me, but at the same time, like I said, I'm more in it for the creative side of things. Um I understand that people that are more into it for like the survival aspect are going to want something a little more challenging, a little more in depth than the forest. It can is. get
0: pretty difficult. The thing, well, in survival, like the survival aspects of seven days to diet has the horde night. That's the whole point of it, right? Is mm-hmm. that every seven days it, on default settings, you have a horde night and it gets hard. Like the last few times we've played, it's been almost impossible.
1: Yeah. Which gets frustrating when I really just want to go loot. Cause that's what I want to
2: do. <laughs> but nah, I got to be prepared for a horde night. Uh, well, no. maybe maybe if you log on before every seventh goddamn day, you could get some looting in. Yeah. Listen bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I was going to do homework, I would have been in school. <laughs>
0: uh, yes. <laughs> so, uh well, and that's another thing I like about 7 Days to Die a little bit more than The Forest is that The Forest has the creative aspect to it, but in 7 Days to Die you can it's like Minecraft zombies and for grown-ups. Yes. Yeah, you, you can s- build Anything in
1: that. And the other nice thing that I will say for Seven Days to Die is like when you do pull something off, like a plan comes together, this works right, the team, everyone got their shit together and made it happen so that you survived the night you didn't think you were going to survive, that payoff is is a good feeling. But at the same time, the opposite of that happens and everything's going to shit, oh, I get heated?
2: Quick, <laughs> quick shout out to the butthole defense!
0: <laughs> oh, the butthole defense fail first night
2: uh did we all survive yes we did you're welcome i think james died okay yeah but that's normal <laughs> i died. James, james can't go a day in that game without dying to reset his stamina all right? <laughs> sure more deaths <laughs> to, to point yes to point, <laughs> yeah. to point out how ridiculous <laughs> I'm sure, I'm james's sure. death
1: was that was the
2: first night that survived just
1: any zombie attack even if it was just me off in a building <laughs> but i survived and james didn't so
0: what you happened bad. james tell us more close <laughs> with the shotgun and the butthole collapsed. That off. <laughs> we had, I've only got one shell left. Cuckoo! <laughs> and it collapsed and I fell down into the spikes. <laughs> that happened to be on the next, night, the next time we did it. Uh, but, you know, uh, Fort Kickass is still doing amazing with every time we play because I just reinforce. I just rebuild the whole thing. <sighs> oh, <until> yeah. It's <laughs> like, and reinforce. And add some more. But, uh,. We'll have to we'll have to do another night soon on that one because uh, I think we the have a, updates. Are, we might have to
1: start we'll, from scratch. We'll see. Which honestly, I'm up for. Now that I know how to. I'm play. not against that either, <laughs> and I heard that there's
0: some good updates in the new Seven Days to Die. Yeah, but, a lot of HD
2: stores, HD zombies, new weapons. So that's pretty exciting. So 19 should bring some. I like cool how shit. it's
0: 2020, and they're like. Yeah, we're gonna bring this into the new world. It was created like what, seven years ago or something yeah. like that. And so, <laughs> that's it's like this... HD was a big deal back then.
2: <laughs> we're gonna bring this into the real world
0: and add 720 zombies. That is,
2: <laughs> that is honestly one of my big hangups with that game too. Again, don't, I don't want you guys to get the
1: sense that I don't. But that's Minecraft. Like this game. Look how
2: Minecraft looks. No, it's but just, Minecraft, you know, it's whatever.
1: Minecraft went for that. This game. That's has... what they're doing. Hold on. This game is still in beta alpha. or alpha, alpha alpha, bro, and has been for seven years and has a huge gross income. Yeah, That is not what Minecraft did. Not the same thing.
2: Uh, But the play type is the same except for zombies. Yeah, the play type is. They have grown a, up zombies. And like, they upga- look exactly doing the pretty same. They're
0: doing a lot of upgrades though. And they have a team of like, I think almost 50 people now where when it first started, it was like two or three people. Yeah.
2: The devs Sam- did an amazing job. On Seven Days to Die. Plain fun, and simple. fun
0: little fact there.
2: Ha <laughs> 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 find, find the answer. No. <laughs> You'll find it on my quiz. Get to work.
0: <laughs> gamesreveal.com. Gamesreveal.com.
2: Gamesreveal.com.
0: Gamesreveal.com. You can find quizzes. And there He's talking about the Seven Days to Die. So if you think you know it better than us, go take that quiz. If you can ace it the first time, then you are can Tyson. If you can ace all of my questions the very first time you do it,
2: I will do inappropriate things to you that you, that you consent to. And if you take that quiz, you've
1: already gotten farther than I'll ever get.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'll make him get further.
1: Now there was one, um, upcoming one that I sent you a link for. And part of the reason I sent you that link was because of how similar it looked to seven days to die. And yet, way better. And also, to be fair, it did blend a lot of elements from PUBG, that style of gameplay which I found really attractive. It kind
2: of felt like a like a a Tarkov, what did I what did I uh, compare it to? It was like a, a mix between Tarkov and sorry, I'm moving around a little is it bit. DayZ is the other one that's like that, or yeah. am I thinking of
0: Darn. DayZ has this I didn't well, expect well, I didn't expect this subject to die is is, uh, is it similar to DayZ just you can actually build structures and it's minecraft daisy well there's another one and that's easy. like that's a garbage one just to, to mention that there's another
2: one that looks really good but it's like dead matter that's what it's called i was not prepared for that for dead that matter, subject yep. i did not see that coming but yeah dead matter and uh, i put on there it's like a cross between tarkov PUBG, forest slash other survival games it was but yeah it really felt like a a big part of tarkov or PUBG came from there because of that loot aspect yeah but polished it looked really real nice yeah
1: to be fair though they are you know they're not anticipating that coming out for a while but do you remember what that was called james i don't even remember it was dead matter oh he that's
0: the just name of the game? said it yeah, yeah. you were paying attention i thought you were
2: comparing it to dead matter i missed out. no no dead matter well, was the one that you brought to uh to our the attention cool thing dead matter too
0: is it well and the reason why it looks so good and this is contrasting engines a little bit i know mm-hmm. people are going to complain about this but Dead Matter is built on Unreal Engine, which is what we're we've chosen to build the slanteye on, which you're going to get updates through some of these podcasts on, on our game that we are developing, and uh, Seven Days to Die is built on Unity, and you just don't get as much graphical fidelity. Nowadays you can, but when it was first created, you just don't get that. Yeah, I mean, so. I can
1: see that. Probably, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about coding, so maybe based on your development skills, but isn't Unity what the Assassin's Creed games are built off of? I believe so, and yeah. I believe Assassin's Creed is Unity. Great, you I mean, they're not the best looking games, but they're very good
2: looking. Yeah, but if we're going to compare, which one's better? I mean, very clearly the uh, engine that Hidel Kojima made. Every uh, game should be built on that. False. Any, thi- any engine used for Solitaire, that's the better one. Yeah, you're right. Can- those cards turn to butterflies, bro. That shit's beautiful. You ever seen that game Glitch? You haven't. Me neither. And Seven then they pop around, blow up like fireworks. Die! I fucking fell through the earth yep. the other day. Yep, that okay. happens. That's Solitaire's cool. never whoa, whoa.
0: done that to me. That's the most. <laughs> that's the most frustrating part of Seven Days of dies Yet is when the horde came on me, dug me down to the ground, and I fell through the earth. And I thought I lost all my gear forever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'll luckily, never get my backpack. Luckily, the developers were smart enough to know that like if you go past the boundaries and you die, you teleport your backpack back up. So I didn't lose my to... stuff. That was. I've almost some... done with the game kind of <laughs> oh yeah dude it's such
1: a that's so i gotta bring that point up because that is a huge issue for me with this game right so the difficulty of zombies never changes which theoretically isn't a problem because you think that the whole issue is the horde level right yeah. like the horde level increases as you go but no no day one zombies take like 50 to kill and then you make an iron knife and then it's 14 hits to kill then you make a steel knife and it's 14 and a half hits to kill and then you make a gun and it's 19 shots to uh, kill
2: knife then, a proper zombie killing tool if you would have taken my quiz you'd know that so, and on top of that here's where here's what I'm really complaining <laughs> at is that
1: with all of the, the the pull to go and find schematics to be able to progress to the higher level things the schematics are completely random so you can find schematics, that it's going to take you fifteen more days to find the first level of it. You can't build the schematic you found. There needs to be like a progression in there. Give me the early schematics earlier, and as we get through the game, then start lending me into some of those other stuff. But you can have survival. the rare finds. It would be a survival at that point. It's well, listen. Random. Well, and how is can, it not a survival? Well, like I can, don't have the schematics you to whittle a it. stick you into can. an arrow. You can, you Spec into it. You can speck into that. Yeah, bro, can. I can speck into whittling a stick into an arrow, and all of a sudden I know how to make a motorcycle? Uh, Fucking survival. Yeah, bro. That's <laughs>
2: how it works. Once you can craft an arrow, obviously, Einstein proved this in his theory. You craft an arrow, you can make a motorcycle. It's Schrodinger's,
1: Schrodinger's arrow. Yeah, Schrodinger's arrow. You both know how to make the arrow and how to make the motorcycle. I'm pretty sure that's... And at the same <laughs> time... And at the not same not time... That's, that's, time, that's,
0: that's time... very close.
1: So... All I'm really saying there is that it doesn't need to be like 100% layered, but to some extent, early things should be available early game. Not that you can't get late game stuff early game, but like it shouldn't be like 100% roll of the dice. Yeah. There needs to be a level
2: of implementation. I'll say, it It doesn't take a master to group a piece of meat, yeah, and sure. I, I should not have to, one, unlock that recipe. But again, it, that is their game, and that's their, their thing, but I that's the one where I'll agree with you is like that basic level stuff. Yeah, and, and you to, should yeah. be able to crack, uh, make a grilled meat because you just know put meat on a fire with a grill, watch it from there. Come
0: on. But you can spec into it. Uh, and and hit, of course, yes. You and can to hit spec your
1: point, we paid the money for the game and we're playing the game. So. That's true. Uh, like and guys, it, it, it is a fun do game.
0: You better with yeah. balancing on certain things. Where... Well, and that's the other thing too is maybe that is part of the balance. It could be. It's really supposed to be difficult in the beginning because yeah. yeah. I know the first time I played it, I was like. This. that's why there's Fuck so this many game because i'm never gonna play it again because i died t- about 10 times oh. and i just couldn't find anything but in.
2: that's why there's so many tutorials if you really look up seven days to die there's a lot of tutorials on getting it's started not how I because play games. i know i know but <laughs> in my in my in my research i have doing that quiz and shit i found a lot of the tutorials and i've seen a lot of that stuff that content that people make for that game because starting is so difficult so Food alone is such a hard thing to get. The starting
1: being difficult, yes, I'm complaining about that, but really what it is is more this, like I found the game to be easier when it should be harder on Horde nights. I had easier times on mid to late Horde nights because I had equipment than I did on the first days. Well, here's the thing, the though. The first day
2: of playing that game. When you came in and finally got all that equipment, we had already ground for all that equipment. So we gave you the equipment with a base to rely on and food to rely on. So you kind of got past that hard starting right, but Right, but I
1: also ran out and um, did some of that exploring on my own after. Because I recognized that you guys had hooked me up with all that stuff. And I wanted to learn how to play the game to add value to our group. Yeah. So, I did run off and build my own base and caught a lot of flack for that, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it was hard. Here, here he part is, like,
2: by himself while we're over here struggling and we need the shag. And then he
0: comes he's like, Where's the bullets? <laughs> that's exactly it's Like, here what? you go. Here's some bullets so we can survive. Why, why am I not loaded yet? Because with every person. <laughs> well, and the balancing in that game is on Horde Night with every person, it adds a certain amount of zombies to that. So, I don't know if you guys have seen, like, YouTube
1: videos of birds feeding their babies, but that's me. I'm sitting there with my mouth open. Give me that shit.
2: Well, I'll just make sure to feed you like a bird from my Tommy gun. All right. I won't be hungry at least.
0: Open your mouth. We just kill you every horde night so you don't spawn in a horde.
2: <laughs> and he's dead. Wait till you respawn, Shag. Okay, it's four in the morning. You can respawn. <laughs> I yeah.
0: guess you could do it that way. Just kill everyone except for one person. Yeah. But if if you re- fun, If you
2: really think about it, though, in the end, despite despite any of the other issues with schematics and stuff spawning into a survival game with nothing on you it should be hard like agree and and uh, and that's probably balancing that difficulty because without possibly not knowing those schematics like if they were getting you it would probably make the beginning
0: like incredibly easy it it wouldn't be as fun you would you'd get bored early on and and as part of the fun for even this ties into mmos like is the grind yeah is the grind going to be worth it yeah no you have to make the grind Fun, you have to it, make it worth that's it, what i'm yeah.
2: saying gotta be worth it gotta and, have rewards. and I, I think they i think in that in that view space i think they did do a good job and it is probably how they're balancing that difficulty with those schematics but i don't know that's just my take on I'll it say- but it is annoying as shit i'll be honest not being able to grill a fuck on day three because i don't know the schematic it's frustrating but i guess in that situation you'd be frustrated and from
1: my point of view there should be like a gradient, right like yes, there should be a difficulty spike at the beginning, and then it should get a little easier but but trend up right the the reason I'm so adamant about this point is because to me it feels like the game starts high, dips low, and this is mid game dips low, gets easy, it's fine, and then gets really hard again by the time you're on day forty yeah. and to me like that's not how a gradient works. The difficulty you can, you can have the spike in the beginning, but it should be trending upwards in difficulty the entire time. But it shouldn't hell, be you walking off of a cliff.
0: But survive—that's how kind of survival is. You wake <laughs> up, you have yeah. nothing, so it's going to be a really difficult. You have to, and then you're going to build, and it's going to get better, better, a better. Easier. And then you got And then I think the 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 grind back up to where it goes gets more difficult is to help make it so it's balanced, so you don't drop the game because. If you don't have any um, difficulties, you're just like okay. I have no opposition. I'll say I have I'll no s- reason to be here, and that's kind of how games. are. So what are. you're
1: saying is, if we don't weed you out in the with how hard the game is, the reward is in the middle. You actually get some enjoyment, and then the normal progression of any other game. That's, that's how ever a lot been of games made. are because <laughs> the it, problem
0: is with uh, survival games. They they can't take the normal um, three stage trope of a story. So you have your. Um, acts that's it act one act two act three they don't really have that in seven days right to where there's a finale kind of thing they don't really have that so they kind of have to build it in well yeah and that is a
1: good point is that this game doesn't as i know have an end which i mean i don't think it does it doesn't to be fair that doesn't really take away from my point but i do understand the
0: the version bumps
2: up yeah (laughs) when when a new alpha releases and and your shit gets wiped yep but here's my defense on that on that it's easy, then, or hard, and then gets easy, and then gets hard again. That's how it would be in a situation. Like, think of yourself waking up stranded. You're looting, you're finding the shit, and then you find, like, a base. And you're like, cool, I can actually defend from here. And it's early enough in the game where you haven't done enough killing, you haven't done enough progression, but now you actually have defenses. That's where it's going to get easier. But as you try and protect yourself in that defense, and the time progresses on that's the whole thing about that game is every seven days depending on your progression depending on how well you're doing and then when those zombies spawn how fast you're killing them that's where that difficulty is going to continue to ramp up because it's like these guys are actually doing well against these zombies and the whole point of that is to die on the seventh day so i should you have be- seven days to get prepared to die yeah,
1: i should clarify that my isn't necessarily with the difficulty of the survival aspect my di- my issue is more, well, I do have complaints about the, the schematics, obviously, but my, my issue is with the difficulty of the zombies. They are so hard to kill, and from that first seven days, they're already sending more. And then the next seven days, they're sending more. That's already built in. Yeah. Now, when you get to the mid to late game, the zombies start to get more difficult. Mm-hmm. What I'm, I guess I should say, proposing is make the zombies still challenging, but at least killable in the first day that you're there. Like, you can actually kill something. i got, like, 1,200 kills. And then start ramping the difficulty of the zombies earlier on. On top of the adding more zombies. Like, to me, well, the part that's ridiculous of your is that it, ta- it took me, like, I think I was three weeks into that game before I finally, like, killed a zombie without dying.
2: Well, that's part of the game. Like, realizing your hit distance is actually a lot further than you'd think. So you can actually, like avoid the zombie swipes and then get in to do a hit your attack distance is actually pretty long which to be fair yes if that and so once you figure that out it's like oh i can actually stay a bit further back than what it because when you're playing it you re it looks like you have to get closer to hit them but your your attack range is pretty far so once you figure that out it's it's not as hard and then realizing which weapons like because the knife the hunting knife that's not a zombie killing weapon. Which you know by now. I mean well, you really, use the sledge.
1: Really you don't get a, a zombie killing weapon until you get the sledge. Like the yeah, spears is a good
2: one. Spears are No, spear's good for the length, because you can just length, sit there and, and you can toss it and yeah. You,
0: when you toss it, it, it knocks it, them down. Yeah. And then and then you can just boom,
2: boom. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's and, just but... learning it's learning how to use those tools, man. That's all it is. And finding your playstyle. That's why I like the sledge, because all you gotta do is go whomp. Yeah, I don't disagree with that,
1: and I do. I do think that maybe that's something that's yet to come because it is. Fun. But if they can, if they can make the the combat more natural, because it is, we, like you say, the depth perception is odd.
2: Oh
0: yeah, it's really yeah. It's,
1: I think even just cleaning that up would really solve a
2: lot of that. Yeah, you can hit I a you here. can hit
0: a zombie with your spear, but they can still hit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs>
2: and then it's like, okay, I need to stand like there's four people in between us, yet I'm still getting hit marks
0: on you. It's like, okay, that attack range is really long. So, I mean, so the to get on to the next thing of, uh, like, maybe a, the next topic, um, I find interesting about the survival games is, like, why we like them, from an emotional and uh, just at side of things. of Why, I mean, and I can say why I like it. I like the idea that I can be with friends, my bros, have a fort, and then you have to go and, like, and it's very instinct. Of like of our ancestors, you know, where you had you have your your camp, and then you have to defend it by pillaging and also making sure no other camp take you over. And that's what I find kind of fun is that um, base instinct of you know grouping up, defending.
2: Is that why you chose a female character? Because you want to repopulate?
0: <laughs> you know, I what?
2: freaking knew it. All right, I get first dibs. I'm taking them to the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> uh besides the uh points like survival games again there's not there's not a story to kind of get built into it or to work your way into it so it's a really easy game to jump in and out of which is why i like it because especially now in my life it's it's hard to find time to sit down and play those story games uh which quick tangent i love that the witcher's on the switch and more games like that should be on the switch so i can play them at my convenience everyone worked for me okay uh so besides that and obviously what i said earlier which was uh, they're the perfect games to play drunk because you can be blind ass drunk and still collect wood or still collect stone and you're like still useful you, yeah you're still a good person, still, <laughs> still a good person. <laughs> no, but i i, I you love you just get drunk and start taking everyone's loot exactly and calling dibs on all the towns where there's loot exactly <laughs> gravestown stay out of there that's mine shotgun <laughs> messiah i heard about that that's mine yeah but, no, I, I, I like the difficulty. I like the challenge that it that it presents, and uh, I love looting. So, honestly, that's, like, what I do is I'll just go out, grab everything, bring it back, dump it in chests, and go out again. I love doing that. So, looting, just getting the best gear, finding the best weapons, and then, of course, that seventh day, that big challenge night. So, uh, if we're going to talk about something comparable in a different game, the forest delving into caves exactly caves like everything i did above ground was for the cave and even though like i had a i remember the first time i played that game trying to go into a with nothing but my freaking bic lighter and then i had that freaking leg zombie come out of nowhere immediately aroused but also terrified so it was awesome and that, <laughs>
0: that
1: touches on what I really get out of, because I'm, obviously I'm a very different type of gamer than you guys. My my mainstay is heavily story-based games, mostly RPGs. Love turn-based, but really anything with a good story. I, I care a lot more that a story intrigues me rather than that the game looks good or has the dopest mechanics on the planet. However, that doesn't mean I don't like these games. And when it comes to survival games, what I like is exploration and building up that base that is kind of of context to go out and explore so almost being it being able to get to that point where you can create a base that's self-sufficient you have your farms you have your um systems in place that allow things to just be created more easily the problem what i should call the problem but one thing that i dislike that i think a lot of people very specifically like is when the the building system is overly complicated and getting mm-hmm. that self-sufficient base is more of a chore than it's worth because yeah. really what i want to do is like tyson i like looting but i really want to get out and just see what's in the world and that actually leads into a weakness that some of these games have i would say from what i've played it's been about 50 50 but i'm sure for people that play a lot more this probably is improving more and more as we go but if the game is too samey if i keep exploring and it's the same shit over and over again i'm going to lose interest real quick and that is one thing days to die is pretty good with um forest is pretty good with there are other games that don't do so well with that, and those yeah. those games I probably can't even name because I lost interest in them so quick.
0: That's the yeah, that's the thing. Like, well, and sur- you could even consider like Fallout and those uh, to um, those types of games to be survival. You know, where they're just not co op, and so, and that's the fun thing about uh, this conversation is that we played a lot of these games together and now I want to play forest again Yeah, Buggle I in. honestly
2: when we were talking about the games that we liked and we brought forest up for the first time and I just saw how excited shag was he's like that was the gonna be the game I was gonna talk yeah. about I was like right immediately then I was like F7 days I want to yeah. play the forest
1: and they're coming out with a sequel soon or it might already be. I think it's soon I don't yeah. think it's out yet highly interested guys, oh yeah guys if you don't know one of the cool things about the forest is that for guys like me they threw a little bit of story in there it's not much but what's there is very Yep. and the the other thing i like about it is you can straight up ignore it and you can complete it and then go right back when you doing what you were doing before you completed it it's it's they just were thinking in a more broad spectrum about their player base and i like that a lot i also like that it is it feels more like a complete game and and again i do want to raise the point that seven days today is an alpha so a lot of the criticisms i'm making will probably go away by the time that game actually releases
2: yeah which it's been in alpha for a long time. So at this point, it's like, it's like come on. Just fucking release already and come out with updates. <laughs> like, you've been in alpha forever, but. Like, I'm, I'm going to say don't, graders, don't so. release. Like, fucking finish the game. But they're basically released. Right. Like, it's released. It's released. It's released. If, if it is released, I would be real upset that I spent that money.
1: <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. It's a fun game, but. You know how we all like to get mad at Bethesda because they like to release really buggy games? Like, Seven Days to Die to a whole nother level like uh, like i don't know if... it's not as buggy as bethesda but then again Bethesda has mobile games now so what the fuck are we even talking to
2: i still have yet to play blades i downloaded it i have yet to play it
0: um <laughs> the story was it, it was very fun that i stumbled into the end game story and i, I was like because i didn't, really didn't think of that game having much of a story it yeah. had hints at things which was good mm-hmm.
2: and i guess we should have known that was kind of the end game because it's a giant effing pit <laughs> in, in the map and it's like this is weird i guess we should have known that was like i will end have to game. say from
0: <laughs> from a distance like how they did that uh, um the environment along with that pit being in the background just was really cool yeah part of the environment where yeah. you just like like what is that well the big implement- ass hole over there
1: The implementation was really cool, too. Like, I found some similarities, at least in my opinion, to, like, how the Nathan Drake series is done, where, like, you'd find the drawings of the creatures, and it would give you this hint that these people were there either researching or, like, almost like Far Cry, where they just kind of got dropped on the island, and they were trying to piece together what the fuck happened, like old-school Far Cry. Yeah. Like, there was just something about the implementation of how you felt like there was more there than just, my plane crashed, and there's a weird pit. Like, there's... What are these drawings of these creatures? And yeah, you meet the the natives who are kind of zombieish. But you see these crazy pictures as you go find these like abandoned tents and stuff. Yeah. And then you start exploring that pit finally and you start seeing and it's a trip, man. Oh yeah. It is a trip. Like it's already a trip when you turn around and you see one of those islanders just standing behind you, just breathing. You didn't even not running. Not doing anything. Just behind you like two feet. But then you go find the crazy creatures like uh, the weird blob guy that takes like 90 Molotovs to kill. (laughs) It looks like a chicken. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A giant rotisserie chicken. And I really like that. I like monsters that capture my imagination. Um, Don't get me wrong, I totally like zombies. They're fine. But zombies can be worn out. And so it becomes a lot more difficult to do them in a way that the terror that a zombie should instill because theoretically a zombie is a horror creature yeah but that trope has been so played out that honestly
2: like yeah we're at plants and zombies we've yeah. been at plants and zombies forever it's like, no it's longer like, a fear cool it's a zombie. zombie oh it's, it's like, funny it's like
1: when your neighbor comes over to borrow a glass of sugar you're like you're new but like i've seen people before <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh one of, I, i'd say one, one of the favorite things uh for me about the forest is honestly how intuitive it is to get to where you don't even know you want to go yeah like stumbling across caves just the different ways that you can get into those caves uh get into those tribes like it's just you're just going to explore and you find where you need to be you know like that's what's always badass about that game mm-hmm. eventually you are going to find what gets you to the next part of that game and yet still being challenging enough that when you find like the fire
1: axe yeah oh it's like chris happy christmas miracle
2: time or the good bow
1: Mm. like that game goes from being a horror game to hello kitty island adventure because you are on cloud nine
2: (laughs) goes into this is shag's play zone and you're all in my world now and i i'm rorschach And I'm not trapped here with you. You're trapped here with me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) One thing that's interesting about that game too is like you can't build into the compound bow. You have to go explore
2: to find it. So there's that incentive as well. You get get a good reward for taking that risk. Mm -hmm. Good reward for using your Molotovs and your health. You get something substantial out of there. It really feels like you won something. Yeah. Like going through those caves and making it out alive, you're fucking pumped. It gets to the point where it's
1: like your son was never even gone
2: yeah exactly wait i had a son i had a son i didn't come here on vacation well
0: that's how the fallout's are, the fallouts are always trying to find someone and it's it's oh that that's a really annoying trope too also wait hold
2: on fallout. did we ever find our son was he alive uh, we finished the, the game right end, yeah there's like oh, okay a which one a
0: fallout 4 you no no no, no, I'm no i'm talking i'm talking f- forest again now forest. i've got oh, yeah, i've yeah,
2: got yeah, a yeah. garbage memory
1: but if i remember right there's like a nice happy little cutscene about you there being home with your son but then it gives this element. If you guys ever played Fear, do you remember that just like that little look that the kid gives? Yeah. Uh, Alma or whatever his name is that lets you know, like, oh, there's going to be more shit. Like, even well, though the series is done, you're just like, nothing's done. They, they It's <laughs> all going to start. <laughs> they over. ended the game
0: and, yeah, no, that. And then they brought in, like, some, uh, the forest again or something. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I feel exactly, like I remember that. We re- just... brought it in and, and some issues and, well, there's going to be.
2: I guess we're just going to have to play the forest again, boys. Yeah, I guess we're so. going to have to solve this mystery. And unfortunately there is not some global like memory bank that we could tap into to figure it out. We have to play the game. It's... No, I'm I'm
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, and that's another thing about the survival stuff. Like if it's, if it's multiplayer, you have to have a server with um, certain games, like seven days to die. It's best if you have a server, but yeah, um, the forest, you don't, you, you can have someone host it. I, like Seven days a night, you can have host it, but, like, if you want to, like, get on with another friend that's like, let's, let's play through a horde, it's not a big deal, you don't have to wait for someone else. With the forest, um, it doesn't feel like it's as it's, it's important to be punctual about timing in the game. Like, seven days, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. You just have to worry about, uh, these creatures coming in and taking your shit yeah (laughs) that's
2: and where like the forest where i feel like you can play the forest even if you're on like let's say uh we're playing on mine and i'm hosting i feel like you can just get on when you need to and you're not really going to advance anything too bad like whereas seven days initially i was getting on by myself when we had our server going but then it gets it gets to the point where you literally can't you can't get on the server to play because you're going to advance the time and all of a sudden we're going to be at that seventh day and no one's going to be ready and so it kind of hinders you in that way whereas the forest you can just get on and go explore and build some new shit build your furniture and you're honestly you're really not like hampering the game for others you're just getting that shit out of the way and yeah. still having time yeah so and the forest has that aspect going for it at least for me over seven days
1: and i won't call this a knocking point because really this could just comes down to your preference but for me like that's that's one thing that i really struggle with with games is where i feel like i have to be there um, yeah. so one of the reasons i never got into mmos i play i play one now because it's very like solo player friendly but all the other mmos that my friends tried to get me in, even even when they were fun it's like you needed to show up for raid night
2: yeah where you oh, have well, to show up for like the horde night and then it was six people you yeah. know like six people for a destiny raid mm-hmm. uh, trying to schedule that with it was a nightmare but um but yeah i see what you're saying and it's, that it's not that pain. it's not
1: rewarding it's just like when you lock a game into that you you lock yourself into a demographic so, one thing that's been interesting with watching the development of Seven Days to Die, and I haven't followed it as closely as like James or Tyson has, but one thing I've noticed is that they've had some pretty drastic changes with new releases, and it seems to me like the game... One of the reasons it's still in alpha is that it can't decide what it wants to be. It initially had a solo player mode, but it doesn't anymore. Crafting has had huge swings in how it's done, um, how things are crafted, where what you need recipes for, what you don't. So I feel like they really... They don't quite know what they want the game to be yet, which is part of the reason that it is in the state that it's in. Yeah. So, and again, that brings up my point of a lot of the criticisms that I have probably will disappear when the game does close to completion. But that just honestly is seeming like something that may not ever happen. Like yeah. it might just be an always an alpha game.
0: I bet it. I bet you because <laughs> their team is growing, which is good. This is I've seen indies uh, grow and and succeed. And that's one of the things I like about this genre is that you get to see a lot of small players because everyone hates EA and all these other companies that are just trashing everything. But you got to love to see the little guys succeed and then they get funding and you know that they're going to be making a seven days to die again or something, you know, or two yeah. or, and, and it's probably never, oh, they're going to go two routes. They're either going to upgrade this up so much that it's going to be like Minecraft where it's just always upgraded. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad way to go. Or. They can be like, okay, we've gotten as far as we can with the base. Let's scrap this and start again and just make it look real with the 50 people we have. And when you have 50 people, that's a big deal.
1: Yeah, and I should give credit to the developers here because one thing that I should point out since I'm new to the podcast here is I am insanely picky when it comes to survival games. Like the fact that I'm even playing the game means that they're doing a hell of a job. Because the tried to get me in at least four And I can't stand them. I'll have, like, fun for two days. Like, Ark was fun for a second until I realized just how grindy it was for materials. And then when you can build stuff, you build it in such limited quantities. And on top of that, the whole time you're there... You never got that far into it. You never got that far into it. Don't judge him too harshly. On top of that, the whole time they are there, what you really want to be doing is taming dinosaurs
2: so is a bitch. No way, man. That's so, so it's, easy. Yeah, when you turn all the the mods on that make no, it No, 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 no. No, 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 no. The time, yeah, the time does like when you're playing on a vanilla arc server, the time to to tame a a dino is oh my lord, it is tedious. Um so that I will be with you on that one, but like getting started, it's just like 7 days, man. Like where you were at where we were hooking you up with stuff. That's how it was an Ark. You have to learn the game yeah. because once you realize that there are faster ways, to get those items, build the shit that you want, it's seven day It's the same as seven days. It's like well, there are better ways to do it. Ark oh, does, I need a trike. Arc does have that where you know, where wood. when
1: you get to a certain point, it stops being such a grind. That is true. But again, as someone. Not even to a as point. Someone, it's once
2: you learn that there are the better ways, it's really fast. But as
1: someone who's picky about it, like you've already lost me. I have no interest in getting to that point in the game because it was such a bitch. Like it literally wasn't fun. Just like. The the concept to me and the way I play games and what I enjoy about them, I was like, this is an awesome concept. That I don't want to say was poorly executed. It was executed for a demographic that did not include me, and that's fine. But because I I can't say that Ark is a bad game because that wouldn't be fair at all. But what I can say is, Ark is a game that I have zero interest in.
2: But they're exactly the same as far as, like, the crafting, the gathering. Arc, Except
1: for Seven Days to Die Arc, is fun. Arc <laughs> is, you son so, of a bitch.
0: <laughs> to, to put this to rest, Ark is fun, but does not have zombies. So, therefore, is not a good game.
2: <laughs> have <laughs> you seen a zombie raptor? It's in, it's incredible. It eats the brains and, you know, other parts. But it is a zombie. The T-Rex zombie? I, I
0: didn't see any of that. It z- eats the I brains first, dinosaur, and then like, it eats the rest of the body. It's like... Dinosaur, big dinosaur. Doesn't look undead. Nah, no, good. Uh, does it
2: got blood on it? It's undead. One thing I love <laughs>
0: about James
1: is that all he needs in a game is a zombie, and how much cooler if that zombie is a train? We're talking Doom train, baby. Doom there's, <laughs> train. there's only one series that rocks the Doom train. So we won't
2: mention it in front of Tyson. <laughs> no one, no one likes Doom or trains, bro. You can suplex the Doom train. Nope, unacceptable. <laughs>
0: So this podcast has be, uh, become a podcast on uh, seven days to die, and maybe a little <laughs> bit of art sprinkled on top of everything and with some forests forest in there. Which yeah. is obviously those are the types of uh, survival that we like. There's a lot out there. though. Oh we, yeah, I there's mean, there's so many, and it and that's the cool thing about this uh, genre is that there's just so much for everyone. Like me, I like survival, uh, true survival, where. You have to build stuff up to survive and survive hordes of zombies because it's mm-hmm. a good enemy type. Now, does it doesn't get overplayed, of course. Oh, yeah. And you're going to love what we're going to do with the slum tie with our enemy types because there'll be a semi, you know, there'll be some legs zombies, but we'll see. These ones eat brains. No. Oh, shit. Dang I it. Ruined. I ruined it. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, they're these different because they zo- eat brains. These zombies oh, wait, they all eat have brains. fetishes and they eat feet.
2: And they'll eat... Oh my gosh. (laughs) They only eat the fetishy parts of the body.
1: Let me put it this way. (laughs) The sentient zombies will say lines like, Kink shaming is my
2: kink. (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Yeah. All the different survivals are are a lot of fun. I mean, they go from anywhere from like what we're talking about, like the zombie horror uh, or survival horror to like things like Subnautica. Subnautica is a survival game that...
0: Oh, it it does have scary yeah. scary
2: parts in it, but it's not necessarily um a horror game, but it's intense and and, and suspenseful because of the underwater element I am underwater def- freaks the shit out of me. yeah I'm deeply afraid of I remember of the water. first fifteen minutes of that game. The noises alone are terrifying, and those are all docile creatures that are around you yeah. <laughs> I, I'd hear something that sounded funny and run back to my pod well, swim back to my pod yeah that, water that that game did a great job with creating like a mood.
1: Yes. uh for me and again I, i'm the highly critical one here so I, i'm take it with a grain of salt but it was a little bit too samey with the uh biomes underwater like you had the seaweed one
0: and the cave one you had the one with water then you had the other one with water yeah and then you had another one with water
2: oh it's sorry like, sorry you can't crash in water and not be surrounded <laughs> by fucking water and caves <laughs> jesus Listen. But, there's a spaceship you can explore too, damn it! But there was a lot. <laughs> the island. There was a lot to like about that game. And a massive undepth where you need fucking subterranean vehicles to get down there. There's a lot of. I, think, I thought the we, biomes were super was, diverse. That, almost what made we did, too much. We just scratched the surface. There's, okay, there is so
1: much deep below the water. There's in clearly game. nothing controversial about what I said. Uh, no, but Subnautica was Subnautica was decent. And one thing I'll say with because Subnautica is one of the newer ones I've played. The forest is. One of the, the forest is a newer game than Seven Days to Die, um, but Seven Days to Die is newer in play order for yeah. me. But what I will say is this: I'm seeing a trend of these, all these types of games, becoming way more approachable to people like me who are not necessarily interested in the genre right out of the gate, and that's promising. Uh, Green Hell, yeah, Green Hell, interesting uh, is, looking game, is a good looking one. The Grounded one is up, looking good. Mm-hmm. Dead
2: Matter. Uh, there's quite a few games released. Some of the soon. island of survival of ones
1: good. have interesting potential um i haven't seen one that quite has crushed it yet when it comes to the island where you kind of go out to the smaller islands and you have your raft and shit but still like people are, are changing uh their approach to it um each game that does it that is adding something like, the, the thing i've noticed lately on a lot of them and i do think there was one that existed before that was a big deal i can't remember the name of it but it seems like a lot of them are really trying to include some of the better elements of battle royale type games yeah and that actually to me. Is appealing so a lot of the ones that i like when i see trailers and and engaging my interest those tend to be the ones i'm really into where you know you have your backpack and you slowly are getting better and better weapons and you're interacting with other players players that are doing the same thing but you're not necessarily running from a circle that's always enclosing and you don't have to kill everyone but you can
2: (laughs) yeah but then you get into the whole rust aspect of things where people, people Create their but, loot horde and just dominate the the single player. You're right, and you we know better. Snipe you us. from a tower. <laughs> you know
1: better than anyone that that's something that I hate when people just fuck with you in a game just to fuck with you. But what I'm saying is, altogether, games are trending towards a really good place. They are. So, yeah. Well, they it feels are. like things
0: are balancing and people can build off of each other because it's a it's a more it's a younger genre. I'd almost say in what it is now. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, Minecraft probably started it. And then it's just branched out to where we're getting more fine-tuned and where maybe something along those lines is that you make sure you go into the game as a group and then you can make sure you build a base and you can defend yourself, maybe. I don't know. But because Rust, all I hear nowadays is like, don't play Rust because yeah, you're not going to well, have a fun time.
1: Well, you can even have contested areas where there's way better loot That's haul. Kind of like they tried to do with that Tom Clancy game.
0: Um, which, oh, Division. Which the, Division, was
1: so yeah. close to being a great game. But, yeah, they had but, a but great again, idea. It's, it's such a new concept that
0: It It, just needs some work. It needed more survival. It needed more like, this is mine. And it needed to not be quite so divided. Like You
1: had your your contested zones and your non-contested zones, but it was too black and white. There does need to be a little bit of blurring in between the lines there, but overall, players who don't want to be picked on by people who live and breathe for that game shouldn't need to be in a setting where that's what's going to happen no matter what. However, that also needs to be available for the players that do want it. There's always going to be a spot for the niche games that focus on those things, but I like that all of these games are trending towards a broader demographic, which is better for the game and better for the players Yeah. because it's it's evolution. It's uh, You don't necessarily need to cater to everyone, but the more that you can factor into a game that you're making, especially one that uh, shoots for realism, the the more ingenuity you're going to have, the more progress you're going to see in that genre. When a, when one genre progresses or becomes a new thing, inevitably you see that come across all genres, which to me is just great. So we yeah. have a lot to look forward to in all genres, but particularly particularly in these survival type games, I think this is one of the best playgrounds that gaming has had in a while, and I'm excited to see what. It's a good do.
0: it's a good start, and it's, it really proves what gaming can do. And so, but I, I really don't I really don't want to drop this though. I want to go back to Subnautica for a second because. <laughs> One of the coolest things I thought about that game is because I've been doing, um, I've been wetting my feet in game development for years now. And I like to, when I play games, really understand, like, how well did they do in these areas from a game development standpoint. And that game, you start out in a very safe area. It's colorful. You feel very, very safe. Every, eventually, eventually you feel safe. In that, well, yeah. Even <laughs> yeah. To there, you're like, but imagine if you would have dove out into one of the other areas with a freaking big ass fish swimming around oh i forgot what those are called but yeah they're uh
2: oh, why can't i remember it
0: yeah what are those? either way it's been a while since i played the game No, i'm a freak about water
2: so anytime you put me in water i'm immediately I, I am too but that's what
0: <laughs> made the game so much fun for me because I, I had to conquer that a little bit i had to slowly go leviathans that's leviathans perfect. there we go you touch out a little bit and if you saw a leviathan you're like fuck this i'm going home
2: <laughs> oh yeah the one that's guarding the ship like it made me it made me not want to go to the ship i was like i don't think i can swim there (laughs) meanwhile i find the ocean to be yeah it's definitely scary but it's like super fascinating
1: to me so i'm over there swimming out as far as i can leviathan comes and fucks me up i'm like bitch you're getting in the way of my
2: exploring like let me explore (laughs) i ain't scared of you over here like (laughs) i'd scream louder but but i don't want to break your ears they do have good
0: i think i think they had really good biomes and they had um good like in the beginning to make it feel because for some people it's just freaky like me yeah. yeah. and so I felt a little more safe and so I'd always stick around this area and then I'd eventually uh, adventure out and it'd take up more time but I felt like it just worked for me very well like mm-hmm. the level design and the way that they did progression in that game was really good really bad because I agree with to you to on progression the game, 100% the progression also took you in weird areas oh, where it's yeah. like you have to go to this okay, well, if you don't really realize that that's what you're supposed to do, like, this pinged area, like, go search this. And if you don't do that enough, you're never going to finish the game, mm-hmm. ever. So there's a couple of hiccups that they had, like, in progressing the story. But beyond that, it, and it's hard because it's an open, open world. open world. always have that issue of how they are going to do story development and progression. Well, so.
1: one one thing to say in Subnautica's favor too is that that game did a great job of not just dropping you into a world. Like most survival games, like your plane crashed. Survive. That's true. Uh, Subnautica was like, yeah, your shit crashed, but like put this fire out. All right, now do this. Now we're going to show you, fix your multi-tool. Now we're going to show you how your multi-tool works. And not, not every game needs to be that spoon fed to you. And even Subnautica could have cut back on that a little, but overall like that, that... Like it's that it's that tracking I was talking about. It's just a constant upscale oh, yeah. of how difficult the game gets, but also like what's available.
0: The opposite of Seven I really Days. Like that. To where Seven Days is really hard from the get-go. They just drop you in and you like it's, mm-hmm. it's fairly easy in the beginning because yeah. oh yeah,
2: you literally could just swim around and but never imagine if it. they
0: did that with Until the, you go so caves. Seven Days round and you just dropped into this ocean and you just couldn't see anything. Might have killed me. I would have been freaked. I was pretty freaking out that's the game where i probably streamed the most yeah and, and and to be
1: fair you can very early encounter all that shit
0: and just yeah get you, can, you can choose to yeah and mm-hmm. you can choose to do that that's what's cool is that you have your choice and it does feel like you have a choice but man i just don't know if they would have dropped me right in the middle of the ocean and i just look down
2: just just kick the computer unplug it, it. it see see you later pc smash
0: <laughs> well and version of that game too oh fuck that nope See now that would be crazy i already beat it and i still put the vr and i was like of subnautica yeah you beat subnautica
2: yeah well did you beat it or did you actually go explore
0: like the depths did you do all that fun shit because you you can beat the game you escape the planet So you built
2: you built the rocket
0: ship you can build everything and escape yeah it's not that hard and a cool a little cool fun fact is that you can load this little um this little buoy uh, with some stuff, and then it will actually go to another person's game. So when you send it oh, off, shit, they put it cool. into their server, and then when someone else is playing, they'll find that stuff that you put in there. That's cool. Yeah, I'm going to put so many porno pictures in mine.
2: Well, <laughs> And cartons of cigarettes. <laughs> Considering it's not Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> well, and a I, whole bunch of Nuka-Cola caps. I do think but we're running a get little
1: long about? here. What game am I thinking of and I'm, I'm glad that James brought that's up Subnautica, because it, it did yeah, need to be remember. talked about. But overall, I think we're probably getting to the point where we're wrapping it up here. But the important takeaways from this, guys, are that James gets what gets wet for game development. That was really like what this whole podcast was about.
2: <laughs> what I, missed I hate that. What? game development. What? Oh <laughs> fuck no. games! Wait, why are we talking about? Because no, he games? said it.
1: He said it earlier in the podcast. He's like, back in the day, I used to get real wet for game development. That wasn't word for word, but that was what he meant. You know, that was the spirit. When I said I play games,
0: that is what I. Tra- that's translated <laughs> into that. Yes. No, I love game development. You're going to get updates on our game over the months and years of whatever it takes on this podcast, but it's not going to be the main focus. I just yeah. like to sprinkle it in because it's the game is going to have a, a core concept of survival to it. So,
1: And if we can promise you guys anything, it's that whatever amount of time Alpha is for 7 Days to Die, we will double that with our game. Oh my God. <laughs> Triple it.
0: No. Not even quadruple it. Because I would be like, okay, I can't stand being an alpha for too long. I'm like, okay, we hit alpha. It's still garbage game. Uh, 2075. Released. Released. Yeah. Look for the release. 2075. Or 2077, which is never going to come out. One of the others. <laughs> so, um, I mean, to wrap this up, the survival world is growing. The genre, it's growing. We're getting better stuff. We'll probably have to do another podcast on this sooner later because there's so much stuff coming out this year alone and we're gonna have to probably well and and the more we do the podcast and we get the website under control and the more we get some products out um, the more we can support ourselves and actually play the games and and bring more content on the stuff so we'll be able to play more survival hopefully in the future because we'll have more time to do it
2: oh yeah and there's definitely some uh, new survival games that all three of us are amped about and I'm sure we're going to be playing. Like, I feel like Green Hell or Dead Matter is definitely going to be one of them. But there's quite a few out there that look pretty entertaining.
0: Yeah. Yep. And that's definitely, I can say for sure. Any closing thoughts on everything, Chris? Shag? Whatever your name is in this? Nope, that's
1: <laughs> it. Dead Matter, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm legitimately excited for that one.
0: And so if people can find your address, come say hi. What? What's your address? I can't wait for he you guys lives? to dox me. <laughs> oh, you just said his
1: full name. His goes by Shagwa. And we're cutting this podcast like thirty minutes into
0: it, so <laughs> I'm gonna make this the, the It's gonna be the podcast like intro thumbnail. Oh my god! Oh my god! Three,
2: two, one. Okay, now, now you have cutting spot. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> You cut before you drop my name. Three, two, one. You guys are ruining this. Three, two, one. Okay, so you could literally cut. You rest, motherfucker. No, of of you need. You rest. need dead space to edit it. You need dead space to edit it. Not have... shitty. Three, two, one.
0: Okay. <laughs> so closing remarks. So Save my life. Anything you want to end on? What's the most excited game you? Want to play in the survival genre, and let's end on that. Let's go with you, Chris, and we'll just...
2: Oh, mine are Easily Dead Matter and the sequel to The Forest. Those are both looking great. I Honestly, I'd have to say, yeah, sequel to The Forest is probably the one I'm looking forward to the most. Just with how The Forest is, I want to see more of what they can bring. To me, I think The Forest, in my opinion, is one of the best survival, survival games.
0: Yeah. No, I, I definitely... Yeah, no, that's the same things probably because we've all played the same games, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. No, that's not true, though. Yeah, we have some diversity in you know, here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, there's Ark, there's Subnautica, there's Insomnia. I mean, I'm sure we've all played Insomnia. I mean, there's all those different ones, but in the end, what brings it together and finds our common interest is is those really great games, and Seven Days has, has done a good job of
0: that, but the forest oh, okay. for us three has for, made that. for to, to make this more precise for me, I'm going to go with the new forest update hopefully is it coming out like not already but game seven days did i update no the forest oh the, the forest number two yeah. The sequel, yeah when is it coming out again oh i don't know someday well that's if it's what, this that's year that's what the googler is for it's yeah.
2: between now and like 2077 when our game oh comes my out. gosh
0: yeah so in the near future if it's the forest is coming out anytime soon this, the this sequel that one for in the future, the tie is what I'm excited for. <laughs> oh yeah, for the
2: future, that one's pretty good. And one we one we did forget to talk talk, talk about, and I think we should talk about someday in the future, GTFO. That I feel, is, I feel like that's not necessarily. I mean, it's a survival. Because you need to survive. You gotta
0: survive. It's it's not, it's a different. But take it's a big time it, but shooter. Yeah. But uh, that is. I think that, I think we should do it.
2: Uh, bring that up in the future.
0: That is yes, Dark Souls of the first person world. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so hard. Yep. So, um, yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Yeah, appreciate you stopping in.
2: Get ready for some more cool shit coming down the line. And we'll have Shag come and visit more often.
1: I do like to come.
2: We we know all <laughs> about your seven-legged lady, okay? We know what you like to do. <laughs> I, had, I had to ruin it. It's like my whole world. Okay, peace out, guys. <laughs> Thanks. See you next time. The
0: <laughs> hey everyone, James here, just coming here to tell you about some cool stuff that we're doing in the next little while. Uh, one of them is our project Solunti, and that's a game that's going to be released in the uh, semi-near future, and also want to thank you for listening to our episode, and you can catch more of our episodes and our content at thegamesreveal.com website, and also keep an eye out In the next few weeks, we should be having the Bunny Strike Studios website up, and that will be at bunnystrike.com, and that's going to be where you're going to be able to sign up to learn more information about our games that we're going to be releasing in the future. And so uh, if you want to be a part of um, supporting us, that'd be a great place to start. So thanks, have a good one.